Hello. I'm gay. I'm your host, Geraldo Rivera. You're tuned in to Geraldo's Edge Game, the premier edging cumcast podcast, cumcast, aka a giant waste of time. Very special episode. Episode 30. If you're watching or listening to this, please stop. Close the tab. Put the phone down. Take the AirPods out. Take the butt plug out. Take the love ends out. Close the Lovence Bluetooth remote control app. Put the lube away. Put the lotion away. Put the hot sauce away. Put the poppers back in the pantry. Put the flashlight back where you found it. Put the mason jar back. Give it back to your mom whose house you stole it from. Put it back. Put your dad's nipple clamps away. Regift them to him for his birthday, for Father's Day this year. He probably forgot about his nipple clamps by now. You can give them back. Put your genitals away. Tuck your genitals back in. Back where they belong. Close your eyes and cover your ears and scream as loud as you can until you're dead. Do not stop until you're completely died. <clears throat> take all of that, take all of that and put it in a box and mail it to me. Put a bomb in it. If he liked it, he should have put a bomb in it, on it, with it. Put a bomb in it. <clears throat> this is the 30th episode of the Jerk Off podcast. And that means I have spent at least 30 hours jerking off and talking, not just jerking off, supposedly edging on the verge of a cum shot. 
30 plus. Gone. Some would say this is an accomplishment. Some would say, wow, Geraldo. I can never do that. I'm sure that's what all of you are saying. Green with envy. I'm here to remind you that you could do it. You have the ability to do it. If you have the free time and the energy to watch this, to listen to this, to pay this any mind, the jerk off podcast, you can do it. I'm considering putting this podcast on hold indefinitely. I'm considering putting the jerk off podcast on on hiatus. Because there are only so many ways I can tell you to stop watching pornography and to stop consuming my content in particular, this pornography at least. I don't have much left to say these days. I don't know if you noticed. Apparently 30 hours is is excessive for me to share details about my one one episode was too much for me to to say. And it's, you know, become clear to me that anyone who would consciously agree to be a guest on the Jerk Off podcast has nothing meaningful to contribute to the show, nor do they have anything meaningful to contribute to society as a whole, in general. I had Colton on as a guest, and that's a mistake I made twice. Shame on me. Shame on me. If I'm going to let Colton represent my collective fan base, then he has only confirmed my suspicions that that you, all of you are giant fags. You know, this was just a, a, a sneaking suspicion. I had not only are you retarded, you are also unfortunately incompetent. They are not synonymous. Want to make that clear. You can be a very competent retard. Trust me. 
You're looking at one. Turns out the only appropriate guest for this show, which I should have known from the get-go and I've always known and lost sight of is my own cock. Please welcome my penis to the show. With that said, if you genuinely care about the fate of the Jerk Off podcast, this one, or really any podcast, but I can only speak on my own. Let's, let's limit it here. If you care about the fate of the Jerk Off podcast, the one where the guy jerks off, you might as well kill yourself right now. It's not going to get any better for you. You're a waste of time and space and resources. Go buy a gun while you still can and blow your fucking brains out. I'm absolutely dead ass serious for real, for real on, on God, no cap straight up, please. If you love me, if you respect me, which you probably do, if you're still listening, if you love and respect Geraldo Rivera, the host of the Jerk Off podcast, you will kill yourself right now. Blow your fucking brains out, please. Now, speaking on podcasts as a whole, who fucking cares about podcasts still? Who really cares? This, this show is really a combination of two of the biggest wastes of time I could think of that I can do. Edging and podcasting. And maybe not even edging, but jerking off in general. But edging even, even worse. The guys who edge for hours and watch those, those edging video, the jerk off instructions that make you time your strokes to the, to the metronome. Like, what the fuck? It's it's guys like that that also have a, a bi-weekly like football podcast on the side. It's like they have like 20 hours dedicated to a combination of, of, of jerking off and talking about 
some mundane topic for an audience of three, which includes a mix of family and friends sometimes, depending on how well they're doing in other avenues of life and they just want to check up on you and make sure you're doing okay so that we're going to listen to your football podcast and make sure he's still fine instead of checking up on you because we don't want to offend you. Those are the guys who watch edging videos. Men who cannot be bored by the sound of their own voice for hours at a time, yet somehow need endless stimulation via edging videos on the hub. I'm sorry, on X videos. Sorry for mentioning a competitor. I'm sorry, X video CEO, the five-year-old who doesn't who doesn't like competition and thinks and thinks it should be really easy. <laughs> now you're sitting there asking Geraldo what do you mean you're doing the podcast right now why should I stop you make it you make the content why why are you telling me to not watch it? Oh, you're such a hypocrite. Oh my God, you make the comp. Of course I'm going to watch. Of course I'm going to jerk off to it. Of course you are. You fucking retard. You don't fucking listen. You don't fucking listen. You don't watch this. I don't get it. I've tried being less sexy. I've tried being... Somewhat mildly more focused on the talking pieces, you know, trying to hide the penis, avoiding the penis so that you can focus on what's being said. Apparently, that's not the case. You're still here. I'm failing you. I, I really am. This started because people asked me for edging videos. Guys with podcasts started suggesting, hey, man, bro. Gay men really love to, to call me man and bro, I find. They like to, they like to make sure that they know, they, I know that they're cool. They want to know that I know they're, they're fucking cool, you know? And they say, hey, bro. What's up, dude? Dude, it'd be super sick if you made edging videos where you jerk your cock, you beat your fucking worm for an hour, dude. That would fucking rock. That'd be so fucking sick. And I said, yeah, you know what? You're right. That would be fucking radical. I should definitely do that. And I tried it. I experimented with being an even bigger degenerate than someone who jerks off, who makes jerk off videos. I decided to make edging jerk off videos. And it was difficult for me. Not because it's hard for me 
to resist coming. It's because it's hard for me to not lose interest in my own penis after maybe 10 minutes. And so I was brainstorming. I had ideas. I said, what can I do to not make this, to make the podcast more interesting? Not necessarily for the viewer, because clearly all they need is the dick. They need the peen. What would make it more interesting for me? What would be the incentive for me to do this? Now, I mentioned it previously, but sometime in October or September, before I started this, I took a pretty heavy dose of acid. I don't know how heavy, don't ask me. I got it from a girl I met on OkCupid who showed up to our date looking fucking disgusting. And the first thing she does actually is give me a little tablet wrapped in foil. And I say, thank you. What the fuck? <laughs> anyway, I fucked the disgusting beast to one of the Twilight movies and had to give myself some time after that traumatic experience because I didn't want it to influence my trip. I wanted to distance the acid from the gelatinous beast that I had wrapped around my cock for a, a whopping two minutes. I did not want to see any of that again, whether it was a hallucination or not. And I tripped. I tripped really hard. And I went into it thinking, what can I do to switch it up? You know, I've done the jerk off for a year. I've done the parodies. The, I've done really highbrow parody content. And at the same time, I was starting a full-time job. I was leaning back into nursing, into being a real productive human being. And I said, how can I keep up? How can I still regularly produce content that doesn't require a whole lot of energy or a whole lot of time? Because when I'm working that full-time job nursing, I don't give a fuck. I'm, I'm using everything I have to not fucking shoot up the place, no matter where it is. 
when I'm working a full-time job like that, that I have to sit in traffic for, I have no extra energy. I have no extra intent or, or, or patience. And you know what doesn't require any of those things? Doesn't require effort or talent or skill or time, really, is, is a podcast. Is a fucking podcast. The, one of the lowest forms of content, production-wise. It's right next to maybe, I don't know, TikTok. Yes, I'm a boomer. Yes, I'm a 27-year-old boomer. The acid trip, I had plenty of ideas. A lot of things came to mind. But the one that stuck out to me most, most vividly, probably because I was peaking, is uh, the decision that I had to be Joe Rogan. <laughs> that the only way to progress was to, to, to follow Joe Rogan, to get some DMT, to find DMT somewhere, and start taking Alpha Brain, and start a podcast. Amongst other things, I also had ideas that I wanted to turn pornography, make the porn world and the comedy world. I really want to bridge that gap. I want to be able to jerk off at the open mic, at the comedy club, at the comedy cellar. I want, I want to be jerking off at the comedy cellar. And then I come on the, on the audience. There's no punchline. It's just cum shot. That was the other brilliant idea I had. And of course, that extends to, you know, assuming you can be successful stand-up wise, you know, who, who says I won't be uh, uh, jerking off? I won't be circle jerking with Paul Rudd and, and Zach Galifianakis and, and the Hangover 5, you know? Someday. And, 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 and Kevin or Kim, the fuck is his name? Ken Jong, Ken Jong Eel. <laughs> we'll have his tiny mushroom cock and we'll all jerk each other. And they'll say, ha ha, it's so funny. It's not even sexy. Ha 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 penis. Come on the big screen. That is my dream. Now, despite this, this inspiration, this, this, this wave of inspiration I had back in September, I, I became very discouraged as soon as I started recording these. Once the realization hit that it was fucking stupid. 
And I don't know if you can imagine, but with most things that I make and most things that you've, that have somehow ended up online, that somehow I've consciously made the decision to post, there is a constant stream of, of thought during the recording, the, the, the editing, the processing, the uploading, the writing, the title, that this is fucking stupid the entire time. And most of the time, it doesn't deter me anymore. In fact, I, I don't really seem to want to do something unless I know it's fucking stupid. I am down to do the most dumb thing I can apparently think of. My drug-addled brain. My brain with holes in it from taking antipsychotics for years. And this is not this is not an exception. The only added benefit that this has over the highbrow content that I make is that this takes much less time to edit and therefore there, I spend much less time thinking about how stupid it is and how to make it more or less stupid. The thing is, what's changed is that I've gone back into camming full-time. And actually, not got back into it, I just am camming full-time. And I've never done that before. I've dabbled for years. And this is the first time I've been able to do it at, at least a full two weeks in a row, full-time, clocking 80 hours. It's, it's not that, it's not that hard. But... I have found, you know, do I need to keep doing this? <laughs> a lot of my fodder, a lot of my inspiration that I could foresee happening for this show would only be coming from my experiences camming. And there's part of me that just thinks, well, if you need more of this, how about you just come check out my cam show? Because that's where I'll be, and you'll probably get a much more natural version of this. And not to mention that, I, I, the real important part, actually, is that I, uh, I have found peace. In, in semen retention, I'm, I'm a much healthier person. I am approaching three weeks sobriety, no cum, not no fap. It's, it's strictly just no cum, no ejaculation. And part of the reason why that is, is because of the full-time camming. Because if you don't understand the implications of coming 
when you're trying to be a cam model, it's that it becomes increasingly difficult to get hard again, which you might imagine, uh, especially when you're talking to degenerate, horny, crusty, disgusting, old men and fucking annoying ass, twink ass, faggot ass Zoomers. My fan base on Streamate is Zoomers and Boomers. And that might be true here as well for this, this, this very show. Zoomers and Boomers. And the thing is, I started this show with thinking it's funny to have the cum shot at the end. The idea is funny if I'm, I'm talking and randomly I come, but that is not how it happens. I always have to stop and focus because I can't stop thinking about all the faggots that are going to watch this when that happens. I cannot stop thinking about how much I hate all of you and it really kills my boner. So I have to close my eyes and think about fucking Kamala Harris sucking my cock. Okay, I have to pretend Rachel Dolezal is watching me live right now because that's who I do it for. And now I just, I just, I value my cum too much. I learned after my whole uh, uh, situation with uh, Mark Becker real estate at Mark Becker underscore real estate on Instagram, Compass Real Estate. He, by the way, Mark, if you're listening, you haven't put that final 500 in. If you still want to pay that final installment of 500, that cum shot is yours. I, I have you locked in on that price. I'm, don't worry. But for anyone else, the price is only going up as the weeks turn into months, turn into years of semen retention. That price will, will escalate dramatically and, and will also account for inflation. So it's a thousand now for a cum shot of three weeks of prep, three weeks of prep. And I'm properly hydrated and I work out and I take zinc. I forget what other supplements you need or you're supposed to do for big, big loads. But what I'm saying is there's a, these balls are full. They're tight. They're, they're exploding. They're ready to bust into Mark Becker real estate's newest listing. <laughs> and I, the point is, is that having found my appreciation for semen retention, which now I, I don't come for free. That's, that's my point is I, I, I no longer come for free. And, you know, I, I'm just thinking now, actually, now that I price it at a thousand, when I applied for, to be a sperm donor, they were only going to offer me like 70 bucks a pop to drive to the sperm bank and then sit in their weird plastic chairs and, 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 and watch porn on their sticky, their sticky smart television with the sticky plastic covered remote, they were going to pay me 70 a pop. 
and I would have had the I would have had to popped at least I would have had to pop at least twice I believe a week, and I was severely undervaluing my jism. That's life. This is life. I've come a long way. Now I've been paid five hundred dollars to not come. <laughs> Thanks to Mark, he's set a new precedent. Nonetheless, this show is probably much less interesting knowing that I will not actually be coming at the end. And you might miss this part if you usually just skip to the end for the cum shot. You may have noticed the past two episodes, I haven't even really jerked off. I don't I even show my penis because, uh, because Colton's such an annoying faggot, little mousy face. I, I, the thing is, is like, I like looking at dudes, you know, don't get me wrong. Like I can appreciate a hot guy, you know, if he's charming, I'll get a little, I'll get a little hard. I watch hot guys fuck. I like hot guys. I guess I just don't like twinks. I just don't like Colton's vibe. That I should I shouldn't say he's ugly. That's not what I'm saying. He's just not my type. He's just just not what gets me going. And and neither does his voice or or his opinions or his stories, his wild stories of his 21 years of life. What, you know, what's not to like? Business school in Georgetown, Texas. What's not to like? What's not interesting about that? I didn't know Georgetown was proximal to uh, to to Austin. I didn't realize that's basically just an a, an Austin suburb, but it all makes sense now. It all makes sense. So. I wouldn't know why you keep watching this. And I'm not sure why I would keep making it. I feel that I've said my piece. And the only incentive I can really think of at this point is uh, that I still can't. Unfortunately, I, I still cannot afford therapy. I can't afford weekly therapy. And um I would I would say that this is the next best thing. I would say this is this is about this is about the same. <laughs> Do you agree? Anyone out any other podcasters out there think that this is uh therapeutic, cathartic? Hmm? Camming is great. It's it's my only source of inspiration these days. So please check me out. Come support. You can you can just hang out and just bully me. I don't care. I'll bully you for free if you want. Anything else will cost you extra, but come through. It's it campsites are really like cesspools of like the very worst kinds of gays. I, I would call them faggots. <laughs> 
the worst kind of gay is a fag. And they all come flocking to streammate.com. AKA cammodels.com. And you won't get cum unless you pay me $1,000. That's final. Cum is gold, period. Cumforgold.com is what I'm talking about here. Trading cum for precious metal.com. So will I continue this show? I'm still deciding. I have a week to decide. And who fucking cares if I even do it weekly? You know, maybe I'll just episode 31 season season four will be who knows? Maybe once the the next presidential election rolls around, I'll be inspired. I don't know. You know? Maybe when Geraldo Rivera, the real Geraldo Rivera, dies, I will be inspired. And I will come tribute in his honor, you know? Maybe then I can fully buy his fucking brand, his logo, his namesake, his trademark, and just fully just lean into it. Maybe that's what I'm waiting for. <clears throat> I, so far, I've only had, I have one interesting streammate story in mind, one camming story, and that's just one that I haven't come across before is uh, a gentleman by the screen name of Pied and Slimed. And um, I didn't know. Pied and slimed. Pied and slimed. And I thought pied was simply, you might assume, you know, cream pie, you know, or as the gays like to call it, breeding. Or as the gays like to erroneously label it, breeding my bussy. Now, I know the gays know you can't breed via butt. I know you guys know that. I know that's, you know, that's why it's funny. Maybe someday. <laughs> but I was wrong. I was wrong. I was wrong to assume that pie referred to cream pie in the sense of cum. And I'll get to that in a second because I need to explain the slime first. Now the slime you was, was actually a lot more straightforward. The slime that was being referred to was indeed like the slime from Nickelodeon. Indeed, it was slime time live type slime. And I had questions. I, he was very, very uh, gracious to answer my questions about the slime. And he specified that it did not indeed have to be 
that slime. It didn't have to be a name brand Nickelodeon slime. He didn't have to special order it or find the custom recipe. It turns out slime can just be any uh, uh, gooey, gelatinous substance, such as, as he mentioned, oatmeal <laughs> or pudding. And he also specified that it did not indeed have to be green. Um, and that really he was open to any particular color, but green was not, you know, out of the question. Now that's understandable because, you know, when I was a kid, I wanted to get slimed. Who didn't want green come rained upon them from the heavens? Like a good little twink now looking back just having this conversation with this gentleman i had to wonder for a moment how one does get into slime into getting slimed to being slimed in my mind you know me in the era of epstein in the era of uh, Catholicism as a whole, my mind has to immediately go to the idea of a, a full-grown man watching Slime Time Live and sexualizing it. And Pardon Slime reassured me that that was not the case, that that the origin of his kink uh, was not rooted in uh, children getting covered in sticky goo on national television. It could, there is no possible way that had anything to do with it. There's no way that that did not influence him in any way. And I believe them, you know, I believe that because you know what the good people at Nickelodeon, the producers, the writers, when they came up with slime time live, I'm sure there was not a single person on that team that intended for the slime to be sexual in any way, shape or form. Same goes for any, any producers, directors, writers who worked on the great shows like, like iCarly, uh, 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 Victorious, you know, whoever designed the foot logo for Nickelodeon, who would, you know, innocent, the 90s, the early 2000s, pure. And slime too. Slime included. Now, the problem I had with Pied and Slimed is clearly not regarding the slime. With that said, it truly is with the pie. The pie is the, the, the very corrupt, disgusting, repulsive aspect of this man's 
of this man's sexual needs. I'm so soft right now just fucking thinking about it. Do you see how hard I was getting for slime? This man took me into private, Mr. Mr. Slimed. And uh, we immediately started role-playing a pieing situation. And his pieing situation was uh, 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 Toontown. It was Toontown-esque. This man was Looney Tunes. This man wanted to... He, he, he said, uh, I will give you a banana cream pie. And I said, okay. I have the banana cream pie. An actual pie. I, you know, and he, and then he told me to put it in his face. And at this point, it could still be, a, a, it could still become, I, I would, I still am not sure. I'm still really not sure. Um, and then uh, he told me to shove it in his face. And so I took the cream pie, the, the imaginary cream pie, and I smushed it into the camera like, like that. Because I don't have cream pies on hand. And that's a premium service. But I will cream my camera if you pay me the right amount. If you're listening to this and that sounds erotic to you, let me know. I'm, I'm down. So I literally banana cream pied, well, digitally, literally, digitally banana cream pied the man's face. And, uh, and then he left immediately. And I can only assume it's because he came spontaneously. As soon as that delicious banana pie hit his face, I'm sure he held his face right up to the to his monitor. Uh, to his laptop monitor uh, and he creamed and he creamed his pants or maybe he pied himself you know maybe he already had his own pie and he and I, I'm not dumb I've, I've seen videos where people get pied sure I sure do the one I think of specifically is uh I don't know if it's cream, you know, cream pie or whipped cream or some kind of heavy cream. It doesn't matter. It was it looked creamy and it was just caked on this guy's face. It looked like he was in like a kiddie pool and he was submerged in it. And uh, I think it's partially like a, a, a like a like a suffocation thing, like a, a, you know, a smothering thing. That's 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 what I'm, I'm pretty sure it is for some people. It's, it's like they want to be smothered with a thick cream they want to drown in it and and that video i'm thinking of it's like you don't you see a nose kind of sticking out or something and then like someone wipes some of it off and they just <gasps> like gasp for air like who like, i don't know how long they've been under but they were definitely like they're they were struggling underneath the the cream under the cream and i hope that's not pied and slimes thing because that's a risky game. The idea of snorkeling in cream is really appealing though. That sounds very funny to me. 
anyway, Pride and Slime, if you're listening, just be careful. And I'll see you. I'll see you tomorrow. I'm on tomorrow. Back to the grind. Happy Pride Month. This is going to be a long one. I can tell. This is going to be the longest Pride Month we've ever had. And uh, I, I realized last episode I mentioned Joe Obelman, my friend, my dear friend, was supposedly going to be a guest um, so that we could promote his new book. And I kind of, I would say a bit passive aggressively uh, glossed over the book a little bit to promote it, just got it out of the way because I want to fucking bully Colton for an hour. I was really excited to bully Colton because he's a fucking retard um, from Texas, especially even worse. And um, I just want to give Joe some more shine because you know what? It is pride month and uh, he deserves it. But if it weren't pride month, who knows? Who knows? So I have brought back his latest book, Sex in the 1126. And this time I'm just going to read it. I'm going to read the entire book to you and show you the illustrations. Um, and then you can decide if you still want to pay $10 for it. Um, or if you want, you can just send me the $10 and I will definitely send it to Joe. I will definitely send the proceeds to the gay man, Joe Ovalman at joeovalman.com because it is still pride month and it will be for like another three weeks. And so I will read this to you. Sex in the one one twenty six. Please forward by Joe Ovalman. 2022 sex in the 112 six by joe ovalman in the year 2022 and he crossed out the words for the gays. I can only, I, I assume that's what it says. You can, he didn't cross it out well enough that you can't read it. It's still there. And instead he wrote 010122, January 1st, 2022. Because in true Joe Ovalman fashion, Instead of starting a new sticky note 
and redoing this whole page, he decided to uh, just cross it out just enough so that it's clear that it was not intended, but it's clearly intended for you to see that he crossed it out and also left it for you to still read. Uh, because he wants you to know it's still dedicated to the gays, but that he has hesitations and reservations about the gays. And that is what, how I interpret this style. And it's not out of laziness by any means. This is purely, uh, this is clearly a creative decision and something I would personally do in my own work um, is to just cross it out tastefully. Can't wait to read the rest. Joint Netflix account. Asterisk heart. Sex in Brooklyn is like... Okay, so whenever something's scribbled out, which is a lot of the book and a lot of Joe's books in general, uh, I'm just going to whisper what I think it says. If I can try to read it, I'll just whisper it and you'll know uh, that it was supposedly not intended to be there or as a typo, but nonetheless, he left it in anyway. Because why would you, why would you, you know, why would you clean up a book that you're going to publish and sell for $10? Why would you clean up a book that you expect people to pay $10 for an adult picture book for adults? supposedly for gay adults specifically sex in brooklyn is like driving connecticut state highway 15 the speed limit is 55 so in the right hand lane the drivers go 53 and in the left-hand lane the drivers go 107 in brooklyn the dude shows up he's already leaking three dudes out of his ass or he just wants a king-size bed and a joint netflix account asterisk heart chapter one the firefighter the firefighter <sighs> arnold 3,376 feet away. Me too, says Arnold. Ha ha, that's good. What kind of guys do you like, asks Arnold. Nice. People who listen in bed. Sexy guys. Not drenched in cologne. Who can kiss? Period. Arnold says, can I come over? At 11.46 p.m. Grinder. Sexy fireman Arnold came over. 
He brought a powerful body massager. Insert sex toy trademark plug here. We fucked. I woke up to find him wiping wet, like really wet, feces from my bed sheets. You shit my bed, dude? This is real. This is real. Chapter two. Prospect Park is the scene. They were coming at me. I saw the three of them turn onto a darkened path. I followed. The 20-something Latino peeled off the fat guy. Jack da dig dick. Jacked off the dick. The uh something about Latino peeling the fat guy. The 20 something Latino in Prospect Park. And there you can see this is Joe chilling, looking cool under the uh the street light, the lamp, and some thicken some thickums watching. interior fred's kitchen well it actually just says fred's kitch because how could you spend all this time writing a book and then not have the margins properly formatted so that it includes all the words in said book all the letters of the words why would you go through the trouble of making sure the publisher does that? By the way, this is the sixth book he's, he's published. I, I don't, you know, it's the same. It's literally the same. Joe, but that's just it. I never would have let the fat dude suck my dick if I had known he and the dwarf weren't a couple. I was trying to fetishize the little person and instead these two that I thought were lovers were just friends who got off on luring fetishizing freaks like me. Instant fucking karma, man. No illustrations, unfortunately. Fred laughing. <laughs> That's what you get for fetishizing the little person. Joe says, His dick was really big. Chapter 3 Ronaldo. Welcome to my home. Go ahead and screenshot this. A poem for Ronaldo. Ronaldo, guard, artist, husband, top, father. Ronaldo. Chapter 4 
sunglass emoji, one mile away. Sexy man at 1026. Sunglass replies, you too. Looking for? Question mark. Dates over hookups. Sunglass emoji says, ah, okay. I'm mostly looking for fun. Darn. Fred says, but I don't understand. Why do you let them spend the night? I never let them spend the night. Joe replies, well, he was definitely easy on the eyes. There's the allure of the scent of uniform. Most importantly, though, and to be quite honest, loneliness. <sighs> you heard that loneliness. <sighs> Chapter 5, John 22. And then here's a nicely illustrated uh, attempted rape scene. I think this man is Jewish, uh, the one with the beard. I believe he's either Jewish or um, perhaps he's Palestinian. Who can really say? <laughs> <laughs> right and then, and then this is the uh the, the rape happening in person live big hairy balls with a with a squirrely silly straw looking cock busting inside the gaping asshole very interesting illustration actually Yeah. Yeah. So this is this is um I'm assuming it's I'm assuming it's 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 Israel fucking Palestine. That's my interpretation. Okay, and then here's the Israeli man looking very satisfied and the Palestinian man uh also I guess satisfied with having been uh conquered and dominated. Maria Hernandez Park. Joe says, I asked him, could I come in his ass? And he said, yes. So afterwards, I mentioned prep. And he said, oh no, he's not on that. And I said, well then, why'd you let a guy you don't know, me, nut in you? And he says, I didn't want to break the moment. And he says, and he says, I just think a guy would tell me if he was positive, detectable. Fred says, oh, Lord. Joe replies, right, Santa Claus. This is going to be a movie. Or at least a short film. Chapter five and a half. Anne. I see the moon 
and the moon sees me. The moon sees the sun. And does the dude that I want to seed. So, God bless the moon, and God bless me, and fuck Anne. The moon sees the sum, sum. <laughs> Chapter six. <laughs> Just got out. Online now. One mile away. Just got out from doing a five bid. Need some pussy. Position versatile. Formerly incarcerated Dan tells me he only lets one other guy fuck him and an Asian dude in his 50s, but that guy pays him. He doesn't want any money from me, he says. Just some dick. Here's what there's one of those those things they make you do to tell you if you're gifted in elementary school. <laughs> I nut in Dan. If you get it, you're probably gifted, dude. Something else gifted kids get. Uh interior, Fred's kitchen. Fred. Are we going to talk about this one? Joe replies, No. Chapter 7 Aaron Hey, at 2.07 a.m. Hey man, how's your night going? All good, a bit boring to be honest. Agreed, I miss gay bars. Man, I miss them too. These apps fucking suck. Aaron. These apps fucking suck. I can only assume this is Aaron. One of them's Aaron. The other is, uh, I don't know. Who cares? Uh, there you go. We want full spread. These are some Aborigine men, I'm, I'm assuming now. Abos, I believe, is, is what they go by. I heart that laying on top of a bigger dude after. Joe. Sure, I mean, we'll see if he calls, texts. I don't really know him. Remember gay coffee shops? Fred replies, 
I do. That was before smartphones. Imagine having this conversation. Were we better than phone bad? Phone is so bad. Slave to phone. We are. IDK. You. I could never look up a guy's shorts for that, for this, for that, this long before screen addiction. That is a fucking mess. What the fuck is that? <laughs> all, right, all right. Well, these are people on their phones on, on the fucking train. That I know. This, this, I don't know about that. Chapter eight. Porn. Ding, 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 ding. Boing, porn. Geraldo Rivera. Xvideos.upload. Geraldo underscore Rivera. Pillow humping. 100K views. <laughs> That's it. <sighs> Fucking amateur. Live with Joe Ovalman. Now streaming. Joe. Hello. Our. My guest today is Gabe, a.k.a. Geraldo underscore Rivera. Welcome, Gabe. Gabe responds. Hi. Joe says. Gabe is a triple X content producer. Gabe is a performance artist and nurse starring in such titles as try to come challenge capitalism cuck part two and how to get pussy ASMR for the deaf blind. Gabe, tell us what's next. Gabe says, Fin Dom. Fine Dom? Live with Joe Ovalman, brought to you by Dawn. I'm a model and a content creator. It's just fucking gibberish at the bottom. I don't know. Anyway, this is that that was that page. Look at that. Is that mental is that mental illness? Can you tell me based on this? Whoo! Please stand by. Screen addiction kills. This message brought to you by Big Pharma. We've got a pill for that. And by Am a Giant. Shop local with Am a Giant. Disclaimer products may trigger fatigue, fatigue, fatty gay, fatigue, 
fatigue. That's funny. Depression, loss of appetite, despair, dehydration, demoralization, sex addiction kills. Oh, screen. Sorry. Now, when we say read books instead of uh, uh, looking at your screen, this is not this is not the book we're talking about. This is not the book most people are talking about. This is the book no one's talking about when they say read more books. Interior, Fred's kitchen. Joe says, I'm scared. Fred says, you're not alone. Chapter nine. Miscellaneous, number one, Center for Disease Control approved. Gay sex, I think. Most likely. Number two, $60. Though his knowledge of my apartment was more blue square than green circle, try as he might and did he try, he did. He just couldn't quite find the kitchen. Carl body rub, two out of three stars. Honestly, most. Some days, I, I just want to masturbate and, and, and make napping sounds. Three stars. Pardon me, has anyone here seen dating? I knew him once. Has anyone seen dating? I knew him once. Number three, the nose. I see you. I acknowledge you. I am not getting in your kitchen. And for you who sees me, acknowledges me, acknowledges me, yet will not taste my coffee, uh, bid you good day. Maybe you'd like some tea. I knew him once. Editor's note. As if this book were edited. The aforementioned tea refers to is is defined as hot or cold beverage sex in the 1126 nor any of its affiliates endorse the case of the use of crystal methamphetamine and set forth plainly stated that it is a tool of the oppressor Fairly, we do endorse other tools of oppression. 
it's the third day though that 72 hour mark i'm fine with my fine with my i'm fine with my it's almost done don't worry chapter 10 frank was cool he introduced me to sean and cindy Gay sex, but sodomy. Oh, wait. Uh, I guess it's a. Oh, I, I, it's a. I guess it's a DP. I think this is a DP. It's a. It's a double penetration. Um, here's a close-up. Butthole, balls, cock. Weed. He'd. Weed. Put it in her. I'd put it in him. Sometimes another couple would join us. Flushing Ave. Fred says, wait, you're gay. Joe says, yes. Fred says, so. Joe says, so what? Chapter 11. The doctor. A tidied room because he might come over. He may also not come over. It, that, matters not. How lovely when I a climb into a made bed in its title titty tidied room a bed my bed very nice is my bed king of the castle totally missing on that dude Married by dude from the pictures and words book. Regular. Loyal. Chapter 12. Fred's Kitchen. Fred says, all right, I doth protest. Joe says, W-D-Y mean. What do you mean? Fred says, why am I here? Joe says, I want to make a book. Fred says, so make a book. Joe says, book. Man's ass getting fingered. Gay. Perhaps call it, even firefighters shit the bed. Or... Lust, love, and carnal imagination. Or even keep the poor uneducated, the middle angry, lonely, and the rich shall inherit the earth.
Brad's Kitchen again. Off your box. Just say what it is, Joe. Chapter 12. <laughs> okay. Just man eating snowflake. Man eats snowflake. Ah, men with snowflakes. Nothing gay here. Uh oh. Eating ass. That's gay. There's no snowflakes here. Unless you're counting the liberals. Doorway, Joe Studio. <laughs> Joe, so can I get them digits? Translucent, stretched, pale, milk white, erect penis, skinned cherry butthole, 30 something red haired boy from the snowstorm. Oh, I've got a boyfriend. Of course you do. End scene. Skinned cherry buttonhole. Afterward, anger or acceptance. Meet people where they are, Joe. Golly, for once, can we? I just get to meet in the middle. Glad they didn't scrap that page. Gay. Is it gay? I can't tell. I don't know. It might be. <clears throat> these other. Check out these other <laughs> Joe Ovalman other titles. What the fuck? <laughs> Check out. <laughs> All right. You get what I'm you get what he's trying to say, right? I just is the way Check out these other books, okay? Please. These other titles. It's not books was crossed out. They're titles. Please check out these other titles, not books. Okay? We got pictures and words. The sun rises in the west and the sun sets in the east. Destination wedding on grief. You I see 14 days. 14 schools in 14 days. Learn to draw at Joe Ovalman. Call. Enroll today. www.joeovalman.com Don't worry. I will be reading these for the rest of the month if I continue doing this show weekly. I will be reading his other books so you don't have to buy them or read them. You get to listen to them on tape. But just send me the money and I'll send it to Joe. Thank you.
uh, made in Las Vegas. All right, well, there you have it. Brooklyn, wish you were here. Wish you were here having acts of violence committed against you in the subway. That is sex. In the 11206 by Joe Obelman. Oh, I've never been so aroused in my life. This was Geraldo Rivera's Edge Game, episode 30. Please never tune in again. I'll see you next week. Murder your whole family and then kill yourself. Fuck you. Goodbye. Thank you.